when you listen to that album in the order that it's in and like through, I don't know, it gets me going. Like my emotions going of like how I feel about a song or I'm like, what the fuck? Like what? And I remember that feeling. But now every time I listen to it, I get this, you know, response or that. And but I enjoy it even more every time. And I don't know, he's really good at making music for me, in my opinion, that gets me into it at that level. And that's what I love about it. And so from what I've heard from it, I've really liked, but it definitely is been way different than i thought it would be and it went in all kinds of different directions that i didn't expect as well and so i've really enjoyed it huh yeah uh i didn't make it that far i'm pretty sure it's still my watch died i think it's still march it could be april i'm not really sure 648 is what that clock over there on the other side of this undisclosed location says 648 mm. on what day is it though march I think, what uh, march 27 27 yeah that's some shit it's march 27 648 p.m my name is justin to my right your left that's gonna be steven hey right there in the back as always producing is eric yo and uh, together we make the Lone Ranger vs. Tonto up in this bitch. Hey. And it's Corona time up in this bitch. Yeah. We're not even supposed to be here. Well, I think we're an essential business. Fuck yeah, as of yesterday. Yeah, all my businesses were deemed essential this week. I was pretty happy about it. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Shout out to media. And shout out to media. Look, shout out to anybody who gets their news from us. Which makes us essential. We're about to bring you the news. Tell them something that's going on in the news real quick, Steven. And wait, real quick. Uh, if you get the news, the smoke isn't coming from me, I promise. Um, <laughs> if you get the news it's from It's all the weed in the corona times, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Eric normally don't smoke, okay? If this was a normal time, he wouldn't be even blazing. But look, we all stressed out. I told him, hit the weed a little bit. You're going to be all right. And hey... He's going to be all right. We're going to be all right. It's stressful uh, times. Well, you know, I got here. Justin said that uh, he already had rolled it for me. So I was like, I'm not going to say no. I mean, That's, yeah, uh, what if this is the last one, right? Yeah. What if this is the last one we're able to do? Each We got to treat each one like it's the last one now. Yeah. It's only right. Smoke every blunt like it's your last one. And make sure you have your own blunts. That's right. Per, per state code. You know what I'm saying? We can't be just sharing blunts. That would be against state code that wouldn't be right of our employer not at all you know what i mean not at so all. we each got our own blunts i rolled them with water no licking involved actually as a matter of fact i kind of licked this one that's why it's mine yeah. what happened to the lighter b uh i got you all right oh i think i have a, a spare okay hold on to i'm not supposed to touch your face either but i'm having a real real trouble with that one i think everyone is yeah that was hard man yeah i think everyone is uh or it's just that you realize how much you do it, and okay. you did it the same amount before, but now you're realizing it because you're not supposed to do it, you know. Yeah. And and then I think, well, at least for me, then I start getting in my head like, am I just like crazy now, just touching my face too much? Am I counting it too much? And I just notice it. I don't know. I had to let all that go, stop thinking about it too much, and just wash my hands more. Oh yeah. And then sometimes I smoke too too much loud, and then I start what? coughing, and I think I got the corona. <laughs> hmm. or your chest tightens up a little bit because that loud is a little bit strong Hell yeah either that or i'm like oh man my fucking neighbors think i got the corona <laughs> i'm like oh shit i think I, I got that covid 
Shoot. Yeah. I hope I don't got that COVID. But that's real. At least I, from some of the people I've talked to and my own feelings of just like those, like uh, that circular kind of vicious cycle you can get into around that of like feeling like you're sick or, you know, being scared that you're sick. And it's just like, it, it I feel like everybody feels it. No education or enough education is going to change much around just like those feelings around this. Cause it's kind of scary times right now, you know, like there's some days where it's tough. And then there's some days I'm like, cool all day. And then there's sometimes where I'm like, holy shit, what is going to happen? What are you nervous about the most? Um, just, I'm, I guess maybe not nervous about, but like the most afraid of, I guess. Okay. Afraid is a stronger word than nervous. Yeah. It's more afraid. Uh, I'm afraid of like shortages at levels that are a little bit higher. Some of this stuff not really working because it lasts like this stuff lasts needs to last a lot longer than I think they're putting out money for right now. It was passed today with the two, $2 trillion. Yep. And you know, but a lot of that's one time kind of stuff. There is stuff in there that's longer term, but not for everybody. And so I think there, if there's any scarcity problems, I'm afraid of like people, uh, just, acting crazy a little bit because like the other shortages too is like guns and ammo is out everywhere too and like i don't have enough of guns for the guns and ammo to be gone from everywhere you know and that's a little scary for me if people start trying to leverage that part of if they need stuff because there's going to be people who need a lot of stuff during this time where but people already leverage guns when they need stuff it's called robbing a motherfucker and that's what i mean i'm i'm afraid of that and then i'm also afraid of like this being weaponized and like uh, yeah but robbing robbing people takes like a, a a a certain desperation you know what i mean i think that's coming man there's gonna be desperate people coming all right keep going though my, my bad i didn't mean to cut you off you were saying about uh uh like the white supremacist people and some like the stirrings that have been talking about those of like weaponizing this virus like sending people you're afraid they're gonna come get you not me that you're gonna fall for I'm, it i'm white they don't you're gonna fall for it you're gonna fall for what <laughs> huh you afraid they're gonna recruit you the fuck are you talking about no i'm way. just kidding this is a terrible joke y'all let's keep it going what are we talking about for real now um we are talking about I mean, white people have a history of uh, bringing diseases to other it's people, true. so Look, I wouldn't doubt it. Hey. Hey, I mean. Don't accept one, no blankets. Speaking of that, I do have, I think there's like a really ironic part about all this that the thing that brings this whole world together, because I do think there's a lot of good stuff happening right now, and there's a possibility even more good stuff to happen, but that a virus is so completely intersectional and doesn't give a fuck about borders or Democrats or Republicans or wealth or anything. Like, you might be able to get tested a little easier if you got some money, but the coronavirus doesn't care. It wants, it's, it's, everybody is affected by this. Everybody's got to stay home. Like, there's, it, it's just I, part of it, the irony I do love that this is what's bringing us all together in a country that is so separated by sections of whatever you want to define your section to be that you need to have that uh power those people but like this affects everybody everyone and uh, part of that makes me hope that it does let us see that it's going to bring us together if we rely on some of this stuff that they need the mass of people that this country has to make it work from now on because 
it's not going back to the same. There's an, it's never going to be the same again. Our lives will never be the same again. I saw a bunch of articles today titled what it's going to take to get back to life is normal or like three things to do before, you know, like, but just putting out there that it's going to be the same and it's just not life will never be the same again after this. What do you mean by that? All, I mean, the way that it, the way that we just shifted and realizing people are realizing what their value is. Companies are realizing what the labor's value is. And people are also realizing that they don't need to go to work to do their job that they've been going to work for for X amount of years. And companies are going to realize that people are going to capitalize from this because, you know, part of all what's going on in our government, too, is these companies making sure they can get through all this easily and still make a bunch of money during it. And it's I, I think this is a shift in our country. Like there's a smaller shift in 2001 in when uh, 9-11 happened like there was a pretty significant shift in the country around how we felt about things how we felt about muslims and like how open the islamophobia became after that life was never the same for muslims after that in america never right and well, i think this never, is i mean it's been 20 years but like you give it the some, islamophobia you give, around you give it the world time, is worse shit. than ever yeah, like but you give it some time that should you give it some time that should go away you don't see like an overwhelmingly uh uh racial racial thing going on against japanese people and i'm sure for a long time that was a reality and that's not a reality anymore you can't say like it's never going away like it's only been 20 years which again i get it's like oh it's been 20 years when you're living it sure that seems like a, a crazy amount of time but in the retrospect of 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 Maybe not retrospect is wrong. Where maybe when you if you zoom out and you look at how many years and you look at human history, that's actually a really quick change. You know what I mean? Twenty, thirty years to get over some shit. Yeah, I mean, just in dude, that argument, people, people you were enslaved for people were enslaved for hundreds want. of years. No, what all I'm saying is that it's definitely not what it was. To it's definitely not today what it was twenty years ago. No, like racism. No, I'm talking specifically against against uh, Muslims. You don't think it's as bad now as it was then? That's what you're saying? It's gotten better? Uh, at least slightly. I don't know. I think those are hard measurements to take to, like, quantify better of, like, how they're treated. Like, they were banned from entering this country within the last four years. Like, there was a ban from our president banning Muslim people from entering this country. Like, I don't think that's progress. It's true. Maybe that's not progress uh uh i mean got me there fucking ditto yeah i was gonna say like um fuck that guy i think it's always been there and there have been like enough moments through it where it just kind of kept the like uh the fire burning mm-hmm. um with like osama uh osama bin laden when they got him there was one arabic kid in my school oh i he shouldn't have shown up to school for like the week just because everybody was going on him like saying that they got his dad that's fucked up it was fucked up that's fucked up kids are trash dude yeah damn kids are trash little (laughs) assholes dude (laughs) fucking teenagers fucking teenage years are literally the asshole years oh yeah i was in middle school when that happened so from 13 to 19, people are asshole years old. Uh, I don't know. They're they're better after like 15 because they develop. Get the fuck out of here. They do, dude. I stopped teaching middle school because of this, but they develop a little bit 
I don't know what happens in their brain after middle school, a little bit after all the hormones like settle down, but they develop a little bit of empathy. And like middle schoolers don't fucking have any empathy at all. Like they only give a fuck about themselves, but they also are so self-absorbed because like their emotions are crazy and their hormones and growing and like the social environment is a big shift for them, right? From elementary school into middle school. And like, it's, it's too much for me to handle. There's people that are just like, magicians of teachers that can handle these kids and like console them but also like whip them into shape like amazing amazing folks doing that work but i had to move up to high school where kids have a little bit more empathy and like you can reason with them a little bit more as well or at least i can like it's hard for me to reason with some people just because i think my brain works in a really weird mathematical way that sometimes i can't reason with someone well what do you think about uh schools that are children well half middle or like middle school all the way up to high school 6 uh, to 12 wait what was the question what uh what he thinks about schools that are that have both middle schools and high schools oh uh i don't know just cuz of that big shift i think having like moving to a new building just kind of like sparks that a little bit hmm i don't know i feel like the k8 idea is better than the six twelve, or even I wouldn't even mind a, a K through twelve. Like some of those are aren't too bad, but usually, hmm. I mean, there's a good amount of separation. You do lose like there's campuses now, and I think you lose a little bit of uh, the separation between some of the grades. But I've seen it work really well, and I don't know. I worry more about just like where public education goes with that, where you see them like tucking middle schools into underpopulated high schools and like that's what instead of like so like lincoln high school has like four different schools in that building right there's lincoln high school there's two separate middle schools and there's like a credit recovery academy in the basement yep and so and they do this all over the place and it's because they need different education right they need education that's separate but then i also think there's a lot of like charter companies privatized when you hear charter now in your mind you most likely you're thinking of a privatized school right that something operates on most of the social or excuse me most of the public uh rules the same but they run their own thing they get to make their own rules things like kip things like um what's strive strive yes those are corporations or those are big companies that run these schools all over the place because that's privatized education. They write the curriculums or they contract all the curriculums from someone else. And it's all there that a charter school is there to make money. That's what best Betsy DeVos, our education secretary, secretary is all about. And when she talks about making more charter schools, giving more money to them, that's what she's talking about is just giving money to these companies that run these big national charters that are taking over these little sects that they can fill a 200 person, half a floor on half a floor on Lincoln high school is 200, a 200 person school. Right. And enough room to run an office out of a classroom for the principal and all them. And, you know, there's a lot and they are good programs. Some of them are great and they have great numbers, but I just worry where it's going because it, it edges out the true public education of being able to provide like free education. Cause a lot of these places are like lottery based, uh, lottery based entrance. Cause they only have so much space where they keep it to only so much space because they know that's the only way that they can effectively teach these kids is not having 30 kids in one classroom. Right. It's not too hard to figure that out. Drop your classroom level. You got to get more teachers or you got to have less students. 
and they operate on pretty low like low levels in these kind of environments and so they can make and so when i say make money it's when they're putting this nonprofit out there and pushing money into these curriculums and buying the curriculums and selling them out there like you still have to they're subsidized by the government to be able to do all this right Mm-hmm. And so they that's where they get funding publicly through those schools, but then get to distribute that out how they seem fit, right? To pay for all of what they need. I don't remember what the green one meant. 15. I mean, 15 minutes. Okay. 22, but give or take intro. All right. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. You lost me. I'm really high maybe, but I was trying to follow and. You need a map? And, uh, well, I hear you. Uh, yeah, the charter schools are trying to make money. Got it. Yeah. That's what charter schools do. Got it. Knew that already. But that's from, it was in response to Eric's question oh, about combining six. Oh, yeah. Six. What do you think about it? Oh, yeah. So you think that it's just all about money. I think where it's happening in places like Lincoln, where the schools aren't being specifically built for like a campus. Like if you look at Vista Academy, or Vista Peak Academy, way out west in Aurora, they're a K twenty campus. But it's I don't like know what the fuck that means. Eight, so it's like uh, kindergarten through twenty, which would be a doctorate. What the right? fuck that's, is that's, twenty? That's like the plan. Four extra years, yeah. Eight extra years through, yeah, after sure. high school. Oh yeah, yeah. It was K through twelve. My bad. So that's that's like overall over long, like the long term plan for that is to be like a, a K twenty or P twenty or something like preschool all the way up there. But it's like a giant campus with multiple buildings and like it's a, a it's really Where do these really exist? Nice. Is there one around here? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about oh, one out in East Aurora. This sounds like some shit that you got from uh watching a movie or something. No, this is from like off is uh Vista Peak Academy. Come on, my guy. Off of like six my guy. gun my guy. club. My guy. My guy. Oh. Everybody can hear that through the microphone, just so we're clear. I didn't know it was my phone. It wasn't that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think Vista they could Peak, hear it. P through 20. I mean, Vista Peak P through 20. That's wild. Oh, you know what? I was just way over there. I was over there for a basketball game the other day, and it was fucking crazy. I was like, damn, I ain't never been in no school like this. Right. This shit looked like the ones in the movies. Right. This shit looked like the, the one on Clueless. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, damn, this school got money, boy. Shit, there's like a McDonald's in there and shit. I don't know if there's a McDonald's, but it looked like there was. <laughs> it is a really nice school, and it's a interesting place. I've been there a few times. I never taught there, but I did some training there. Did a lot of training there. Crazy, actually. crazy. Yeah. All right, well, you, it's all closed down now. So. Yep. What you gonna do with that? What are uh, some changes that you guys? Because he was talking about. Uh, things aren't going to go back to normal. What are some changes that you guys are kind of hoping for? Hoping for? Yeah. Oh, a lot of hope. I mean, like for me, uh, I would say, I mean, just one of the quick ones would be janitors and people that just clean areas get paid better. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All day. Like when we're talking about non-essential and essential businesses, that's yeah, yeah, no really doubt. essential. Mm-hmm. And most people don't care about it no yeah they just expect it to be done yeah and then and then they expect the ceo to tell these motherfuckers that it's being done which it is but they ain't paying them foods no more i'll tell you right now hmm. lupe ain't asking for no extra money either she she afraid already that she's excited she got the job ain't that some shit pay these motherfuckers what they worth 
with your bitch asses. True. Oh, across the board. That was a good one, boy. You got me. I'm like the school thing got me too, but but we you went deep and I I got lost. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted you to know. I, that. Yeah, no, I, I got I'm lost cool. too. To be honest, I think I might have too. It's all right, guys. All right, you know it's that loud, boy. It's that time of day. It's March, whatever the fuck. March twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Yeah. Twenty seventh. So it's March 27th. Uh, what, Man, uh, everybody can hear that through the microphone, God Justin. <laughs> that wasn't even me. Oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. Um, God. Hey, should we drink this beer? Hell yeah. yeah that's what I was going to ask. Beer. What the what fuck is uh, this shit? Let's get to it. Get to it. This is a little bit of the cold lat. Or just Colette from uh, Great Divide, which is from Denver. Where's it at? I feel like I've seen that name somewhere. Uh, they just put in, I think, a new restaurant on like Larimer downtown. But they also have had a brewery downtown for like over a decade, I think. Hmm, that might be it. I don't know. Yeah. Great little brewery. They put out lots of great beer. I think they were bought out in the last few years um, by a by a bigger corporation and i think they're owned majority on like it's like 51 percent. i still think they own like 49 percent or something like that All right so what the fuck is it a farmhouse ale what does that mean uh so this is like a saison style ale farmhouse style meaning this was meant to be like drinking the spring kind of about this time after you've been like working the working outside it's all warm and it's supposed to be like a refreshing nice drink all right you think that colette this sexy young woman that's on the side of this thing they got holding a pitchfork or something. She lit bomb. But you think she brewed the beer or she's just like, a, you know, somebody's rendition of something that's not real? Um, It's uh, probably a rendition. I think that that's somebody. I bet they took that from a picture. And that's a real picture that they turned into this can. And Colette is somebody in particular. Maybe it's an old picture. Maybe it's somebody's mama. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to brew this one after. <clears throat> My mama used to always make me add, add add whatever juice to it. And I called it a Colette. There's a brewer who is a crazy brewer. You have to, like, drive, like, some kind of crazy amount of time to get to his brewery. There might even be, like, a boat, like, trip involved to get to it or something. I think that's him. But... When you do get there, all the beers that he makes, every one of them is named after one of his immediate, like, or not immediate, but his family members. So it's like cousins, aunts, uncles, brothers, mom, dad, all of them. And it's like each one is like an homage to to them in some way. Um, and then there's like multiple versions of it. And these are all like barrel-aged beers and like crazy cool stuff. Uh, but this, Colette, I think there's probably a backstory to this. I feel like all like the... Like early 2000s, Colorado breweries like Great Divide, Dale's Pale Ale, New Belgium, all of them like all have like nice, like hearty stories to each their beers. And uh, they, I mean, they're cool. I love all these beers. It's like the beer I drank when I started getting into beer were like Great Divide and and this stuff. And this is one of my favorite beers. Well, favorite Saison's. I'm not going to lie to you. This one's pretty bomb. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, man, this shit at all. This one's off the hook. Colette's fire. All right. Guy Colette's Beer Summit. Uh, 
Look, it only took him success. fucking 10 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Colette. Get yourself one. This shit's pretty cool. We only get one good beer every episode that ends in a multiple of 10. All right. Well, that's that's unfortunate for me, I guess. I got a fucking hole in my sock. That's the worst. That'll happen in the quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <sighs> what you gonna do? What you gonna do? You guys Anyways, like this one. This one's pretty bomb. This one makes me feel like this one tastes like when, like the feeling when you've been walking around and you have some wet ass socks. You know, wet socks are the fucking worst. But maybe not even like a whole sock. It's like half the sock is Ooh. wet. So you can't not notice. And it's like, fuck, dude, half of your fucking foot is cold. The other half is good. And it's all like fucking with you the whole time. You're doing that for like an hour. Yep. And then you finally get back to the car. Pull the sock off. You got extra socks. You put some socks on. Boom. The way that feels, that's what this tastes like. This like this tastes like putting on new socks. Ooh, I love that feeling. Putting on new socks. Hell yeah. Fresh new socks. Ooh. Or nah. Tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong or not. Can't say that you're wrong. I really love this beer. It's pretty good. Still still holds up. I haven't had it since I think they got bought out. And there's always a worry. They started putting it in cans, which was a surprise. Does this normally come in a bottle? It used to come in a bottle. Now I think it's normally only coming in cans. I'm not sure, though. But the bottle used to be bottle fermented, too. And you get like a little yeast in the bottom. Or not bottle fermented, but... Pardon me. Uh there was still like some sediment at the bottom. It wasn't filtered out completely. And I don't know if they're doing that now with the cans or if they're still canning it with uh, with the unfiltered yeast. With the sediment. There. Yeah. Well, that's weird. I hope I don't get any sediment because. It might be down there. Might, so careful yeah, on that it, last tip. I'm not going to be careful with shit. I'm going to drink this beer the way I drink all the beers. And if this got some shit at the end, it might fuck with my rating. Ooh. His rating was fresh socks. It might feel like you, it feels like putting on fresh socks and then stepping in fucking water again. <laughs> <laughs> Good taste like that. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. That's not, that's not the official, but right now it tastes like, it tastes like putting on, putting on some fresh socks. Hmm. Actually, really, oh, oh, sorry. What? No, I'm just talking high. <laughs> I've actually really always loved this beer after it's come to temperature a little bit more where it warms up. I think it opens up a bunch and gets like, well, I'll let you guys experience it, see if it opens up for you. And, but I really love it after, you know, it's still, well, it's still cold like it is in your hand, but it's not as cold as it is right now. Like it's getting close. I think like when we opened them up, they were already pretty flavorful because if you go open one right now and drink it, it's not going to be quite as flavorful like all the cold. Are you sure? Try it, my guy. I fuck with cold shit. I... <laughs> <laughs> right? Why do you fuck with cold shit? Look, because cold shit's bomb. But if you cold take... Cold water is bomber than warm water. Right? If you take a Corona or Cold a... milk is bomber than warm milk. Babies would disagree. Boy, 
I'm talking about cow's milk. Oh. Still, they would disagree. It's probably. All right, but everybody else, once you get some cold milk, you're like, fuck, that's off the hook, and you never go back. Don't nobody warm their milk up before they put it in the in the cereal. Not one person. Yeah, they do. That's how you make oatmeal. Oh, yeah. That's a different kind of cereal. Y'all knew what I meant. Y'all knew I meant that candy shit. <laughs> With your lying ass. The cornmeal oatmeal. The yeah, like, sweetened fat. It's candy, fat. dude. Yeah. It's candy for breakfast. And it's all made from corn. It's fucking crazy. Read the fucking ingredients on that shit. It's, man, it's candy for breakfast. Not that I'm hanging. I like candy too, shit. But just let's just be honest about what it is. It's crazy. Crazy. Speaking about crazy and candy, um, I got nothing. I've been bored, y'all. This motherfucking quarantine got me fucking tripping, y'all. Not like tripping that I'm worried or nothing like that. I'm not really a worrier. I don't do that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, I've been doing okay. I'm bored. When they released a list of places that were closed and what was open, I was like, the shit that's open is like all the places I go, except for this undisclosed location. And so I was like, this is pretty much normal. Well, I guess I occasionally go to bars, and but I haven't been to a bar probably over a month. And so it's like, you know, it's not really affecting me. The bank, the grocery store, it's all I really go to. Then I leave the house for work. Now I leave the house a lot less for work, which is kind of nice. I miss the gym. Ooh, yeah. I haven't been able to train in two weeks. I was a little injured, and so I couldn't train anyway. Or work out or anything. And then everything is closed down now that I'm back ready to go. So, working out at home it is. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't even done anything. I feel all guilty. But it's like, it's, I, every time I want to, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's not the same. It's the same here. And I feel all sad that I'm not, not at the gym. I'm like, damn it. I'm like, it's fucking Monday. I would have been there. It's Thursday. Shit. It's the only way you're keeping track of days is when you would have gone to jujitsu. No, nah, I lost track apparently all sad. <sighs> Shit. Oh, I need man. to run though. I haven't run either. Hmm. Let's see. I've been taking walks. That's about all. I can't the... be walking. I got too much energy. I gotta run. I gotta go. <laughs> I'm getting bored, y'all. Y'all don't hear me. <laughs> oh shit. Dang, man. I didn't know it was that bad. I got energy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? I don't have these. It's it's tight because I have energy, and I feel like even compared to other people, I got like energy. Mm-hmm. But you know, then I then I'm around people like my dad and shit, and my dad got energy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh snap! Like it it reminds me. I'm like, dang, just, that boy's sixty something, early sixties, but sixty something. Just man, I'm like, you got energy, boy. Calm down, shit. Slow down for one second. <laughs> it's a lot of energy. When, but that's uh, how I feel right now. Like, I bet he feels like this all the time. You I'm think? Like, yeah, yeah. He does everything all the time. I bet this is how he always feels. It's like, oh, I got to do something. Blah, 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 blah. He's feeling like that all the time. And I only feel like that right now because I'm bored because I can't do nothing. Because the popo done told me so. Mm. Isn't that weird? Have you been playing like the video games or is it weird that the Popo told you not to uh, go go? Yeah. Joe was asking me about that earlier. He was asking me about like, 
you know, when they pull you over, what can they do? What can they say? My plan is to just cough on him. That's, again, that might go real well for you. I'm but, well aware of my position and my, uh, uh, yeah. what I look like. Look, I am nothing but respectful. But man, what am I going to say? Hey, uh, I own my own business and all my clients are essential. So get out of my way. <laughs> I got somewhere to be. Could Can you I just leave tell now? Them that you're going to buy weed? I mean, not after five o'clock or something. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. <laughs> Twenty-four hour liquor store. Never done this before. Shit. I I get that it's necessary, but I don't know how it works. This is weird, unprecedented. You know, but at the same time, necessary. I get it, and it should have been. There should have. The thing is, is that there should have been some kind of plan of action already. Yeah. Which, like, you know, CDC's been asking for it for fucking 20, 30 years, 40 years. They've been asking us to to have something for something like this ready. And, well, here we are living it without that plan of action. So, yeah. Whoops. Good luck to us. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't know how to act as an individual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Take your precautions. But. But there's a big thing. at home. Yeah. Doing mo- yeah, doing most of my working at home. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, shit. We can get off that anyways. I was just going on a rant because I think it's crazy that these motherfuckers can just, like, pull you over for not going. They said the the fine could be up to a G. A G. Like, 9.95. I was like, dang. It's, dude, the, that's the part that scares me with, like, homeless people. That's who I'm most worried about in this situation right away. Oh, but they, they already said for them that... that don't worry about it. Just try to catch shelter if you can, but they're not worried about homeless people right now. I think they will be. I mean, sure, sure. But right now, nope. I'm concerned. And they also uh, told ICE to stop doing stuff. And so they're not disbanding ICE or getting rid of them, but they told them to think well, they're no longer doing. Uh, today they uh, said that? immigration arrest no they did this like last week oh, no i shit. don't know about that because i've seen posts about uh people being deported really while in locked or in quarantine yeah maybe there was a date tied to that but i remember seeing that they yeah or no hearing on npr that they were uh stopping like arrest or stopping some kind of activity through through ice but they're still operating and doing something. So I'm curious what they're doing. I'm also curious of like, they're sending the national guard places as well in America, which I'm like, what, what are they doing that for? There's some, I saw some Marine that I follow post that Trump said today that he's going to send retired veterans. And, uh, I think some like, uh, reserve, reserve uh military reserve people to like make ventilators or something you said that today um it has to think he'd just be talking <laughs> trump yeah no he was know. reading today he was definitely reading okay i was watching okay. most of it yeah but sometimes they just tell him to just be talking maybe he'd just be talking i don't know i think they've actually that. turned a lot of that trump off I've, i think they've because it's been a lot of very like direct him reading like I mean, he still gets in his like, you know, where he lists something for a long time, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, and then says like how all how great they all are, 
and like how big they all are. Did you Yo, see did- him talk about the airplane? No. <laughs> oh my god. What? What did he say about the airplane? <laughs> oh, he was talking about all this shit they dealed out to to Boeing today, and they're like, "Oh, buddy." They gave us this airplane, and he pulls out a picture of it and holds it up. He's like, "It's the biggest in the world. Uh, it's, uh, we're gonna we're gonna ship everything all over uh, with the biggest. This this airplane is the biggest in the world, and they're letting us use it. They're letting us use it. And it oh, it was hilarious because he had the picture like sitting there next to it <laughs> the whole time, like you know. And it's just a picture of an airplane. It's not impressive. It's on the ground, like <laughs> it's a big airplane, but it's there's also nothing to scale it except for maybe like a person. And so it's not even an effective picture, but yeah, I thought ridiculous. it was really see. That's why really I don't be believing this dude. Can't be believing weird stuff. Oh man, oh boy, you know. And where did Joe Biden go? Who knows? Shit, he can't talk. You haven't listened. He be he, yeah. they have him like going live and stuff, and I don't actually see him going live. I just see the. Uh, did you hear the? I just see the clips that the, that the Republicans go viral with, and they're all of like Joe Biden. Oh, yeah talking all funny can't even say when he is talking it's all incoherent you don't even know what the fuck he's talking about he's all trying to be like just on the spot without a script he can't really do anything because the boy's all old and he's looting his marbles done too many damn drugs or he's just old and he's no, a white person, boy, white person been, age poorly come on joe biden been done done did the drugs since the 80s boy his son did do crack yeah where he just he like robbed, father like I son think, boy what you think yeah yeah, that's damn Hunter Hunter Biden own story. I'm telling you right now, I've crack. seen Joe Biden do drugs one time. I didn't actually see him one time, but that's how positive I am that that motherfucker done some drugs before. Hell yeah! And yeah. now it's catching up. I met Joe Biden do? once too. You met him? Yeah. I didn't meet that fool for real. Yeah. How? What did he say to you? Huh? What did he say to you? I don't know. Something about like uh, Sally Horseman. Some I don't know. He yelled some shit at me. That's hilarious. What was that? What was that whole thing about? I never actually saw the clip. I, just I don't know. Talk I do, about I've been. I feel like I've been pretty open about this. Maybe it was in some of the earlier ones about like how I kind of feel bad or was feeling bad for Joe Biden because like I was like, this dude is, you know, kind of losing his marbles, declining. Yeah, yeah. He's declining, and I was like watching it happen, and I kind of felt bad. But then it became like more and more of a joke, and I was like. Well, maybe it's just me and people are just like making it a joke and I'm making it too serious. Like I have a bad habit of being too serious sometimes. I know that. And people kept kind of joking about all the gaffes and like making fun of them a little bit here and there. And then now it's just like we have a you know health crisis going on and he disappears. And it's just like now I feel like. Hell yeah, he's got to be locked in his house, boy. Right. I'm scared. It's just. I feel bad because I felt you see bad Scarface for a while. Scarface got it. Al Pacino got not that Scarface. <laughs> I'm talking about Scarface Ghetto Boys. No, I did not hear that. Yeah, Scarface more. boy, he, he got the he got the virus. Oh, he said he tested positive for the COVID nineteen. That's okay. He's got money. He can. I'm sure I mean, he'll hopefully, be a good hopefully treat. He'll be, you know what? He was just running, uh, and he lost his last election, but he was running for. For his uh thing, I, maybe he won. No, I don't think he won. I think he just lost. Anyways, look that up for me real quick. Look at Scarface in Houston. I think when he was running for his his little. I remember region. him running. I don't know if he won or not. I forgot his actual name. I only know him as Scarface. What am I gonna do? 
But yeah, it's actually that they said that he got the he got the, the virus. Boy. Scarface. I didn't read too much about it after that. It just it, it was just like breaking news. Scarface got the virus, and I was like, oh man, no, no. Hmm. Tom Hanks. He got Tom Hanks and his. How's wife. he doing? I don't know. Last time I seen Chet Hanks in regular English was uh, <laughs> it said, "My parents are cool." Yeah, they're just chilling yeah. over there, waiting it out. They're cool. But that was kind of like a week ago. I haven't heard nothing recently. Hmm. I also heard he did that like with his shirt off for some reason when he posted that. He want attention, boy. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know, man. I don't know. (laughs) Crazy. Hella crazy. Well, what else do we got to talk about besides just the virus here? I don't want to talk about that forever. There's been some new, new music came out. You listen to that new Childish Gambino? Or or Donald Glover. It's supposed to be a Donald Glover joint, but when I look Donald Glover up on on Spotify, it don't come up. Nope. But when I go to Childish Gambino, it's there. So that's weird. That's annoying. But uh, what you gonna do? But no, I I I put it in the background. I made it about three tracks in. I was like, man, that's a little weird for the mood that I thought it was gonna be for right now. I'm trying to work. This got me freaking out. It's weird. That uh, algorithm song. Right when it comes in with like that, uh, is that the is that like, like demon robot voice? What number? What number is that? Which two? Oh oh yeah, it must have been that one. I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, this is weird. Because it comes in okay. You're like, okay, a little bit of Gambino. Like, uh, okay, this isn't normal or not bad though. Okay, I can. And then that one comes in, and it's still kind of weird. But then he starts rapping, and then you're like, <gasps> oh, this took with, a turn. Yeah, that really distorted voice. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, I don't. Again, I mean, once I, I just, listened to it a few yeah, more I w- times, I was like, okay, I can kind of get it a little bit more now. There's a lot going on on there, and like the layers of the sounds, and it's kind of creepy and weird. But it, I don't know. That's what all his albums do to me. Where he like is really good at setting my emotional mood when you start an album in one of his albums, like uh, the last one. What's the name of that album? Awake Could, My Love. Yeah, Awake My Love. That's like, the one. When you listen to that album in the order that it's in, and like through i don't know it gets me going like my emotions going of like how i feel about a song or i'm like what the fuck like what and i remember that feeling but now every time i listen to it i get this you know response to that and but i enjoy it even more every time and i know he's really good at making music for me in my opinion that gets me into it at that level and that's what i love about it and so from what i've heard from it i've really liked but it definitely has been way different than i thought it would be and it went in all kinds of different directions that I didn't expect as well. And so I've really enjoyed it. Huh. Yeah, uh, I didn't make it that far. I got uh, where shit got weird and I wasn't paying attention uh, uh, like crazy. But I was doing something else and I was hoping to just vibe out while I did something else. And a few songs in, I'm like, man, this is not this is not it. This is like third time I'm looking at the speaker like, when is this going to? When is this going to feel better or get better? And I wasn't hearing it. So I turned it off. But you know what? Again, uh, I I, th- I feel like I feel like that about so, uh, shit sometimes. And then give me a little bit of moment, you know, a little bit of time to sit with that shit. And then I fuck with that shit heavy. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what song that I did that with that took a 100% complete turn for me was King Kunta. Mm-hmm. King Kunta, 
you when didn't I, like when it. i first heard it i i like i yo i love funky joints and i thought it was i felt just felt weird about it i was like there's something weird but i don't like this song it's weird and i don't like there was something about just like the melody choice or whatever like i just there was just something about that and i didn't fuck with it the first time i heard it and then like a week later two weeks later maybe like a month later I was just letting the album run through rather than choosing songs, whatever. I was just letting the album run through. Mm -hmm. And that song came on. And when I heard it that time, it hit like a a switch in my head that was like, this song is perfect. That's why I didn't like it before. That's what I didn't like the first time I heard it was that it was so perfect. I didn't like it. It made me feel uncomfortable. Made me feel uncomfortable. I don't like this. Uh Why does it make me feel like this? Uh And then... I really heard it, and I'm like, man, you know why? Because that's the song of the year. It's that spot. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I'm like, fuck. That's why it got me. It caught me off guard. Because King Kunta is, was the joint of that year, boy. That song is so nasty. Indeed. So nasty. Indeed. For free, ending with uh, that little spoken... Uh, poetry bit uh with her saying that you ain't no king and then it's king kunta next yeah so, oh yeah boy the whole album kendrick is brilliant at like setting the mood of an album too like oh man he like uh yeah, good kid mad city that album like where it takes you all kinds of places and like let's like the skits in that are so i love the fucking skits in that album where they just kind of set the mood for the for everything of like what's going on and like letting you feel like that real what really goes on in like those songs, but giving you this different kind of uh, a true perspective of like people getting shot and shit and like going through that. But then you have like all this like beautiful rap music around it and poetry and beats. And it, Oh man, I love Kendrick Lamar. I love that album. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, there's a, a podcast that I was listening to. It's called dissect. Um, every season they're doing like going through an album. Have you heard it? No, Spotify tells me to listen to it all the time. Though. The first season is uh well, the first like pilot episode is going through a uh, good kid, Matt City. First season is all of uh to pimp a butterfly, and I think like the third or fourth is a uh, damn. Every episode is that uh the guy going through like one song at a time. Dang, what do you say tight. about King Kunta? Did he dedicate three hours to the the, the genius that it was? It was like 45 does he, minutes. Does he, he say actually that it's just the found, best song of all time? He just found clips of you saying that it was the song of the year for 2016 and just looped them up. <laughs> first over of all, again. yeah. First of all, it was 2015. Because the song of 2014 was, If it ain't about the money. Don't be blowing me up. If it ain't about the money. March 15th, 2015. Come on, boy. You already know what I be knowing. I don't know a lot, y'all. But I know a little bit. You're, I mean, that one I was unsure of because you're always within a year. And usually my guess is not within a year of yours. King Kunta. I remember I must have heard it right then. It must have been my birthday and everything because that's March 15th. My birthday is March 16th. Ooh. So it was right before my birthday. I probably listened to it on my birthday. And I was like, this is the most perfect song I ever heard on my birthday. This is weird. <laughs> I don't like this right now. You freaking me out. I was trying to feel good about my birthday. Right now I'm feeling good about how good this song is. That it's so good that I don't like it. Turn this shit off. 
Mm. And I didn't listen to it again for a while. And then it came on on its own. I was like, damn, what? That's my joint. I even had to have my ringtone for a minute. Because hmm. I'm still an old motherfucker who puts songs as ringtones. You do. You do. If, uh, if Apple didn't charge for ringtones, I'd be doing that too. I just make them because Android lets you make them. Yeah. So shout out to making your own. This guy's sweating us ringtone. Apple users about. Hey, dude. MP3 I'm not ringtones. a sucker. Like, Apple's for suckers. I'm not a lollipop, y'all. My bad. I did mm. play uh play the uh the main character of the or the main lollipop guild, uh Munchkin, and the uh play of the Wizard of Oz, and I believe it was the fourth grade. The there's a main mon- Munchkin in the book, yeah. <clears throat> oh really? Yeah, huh. in the book there's a main Munchkin. No, and a main lollipop guild Munchkin. You know the I had a few lines. How many lines? At least two. Do you remember him? Not at all. You know what? That it was fun and everything, and it was tight. But I felt like I remember feeling so ashamed that uh, I bitched out of the tryouts for for the Scarecrow and Wizard of Oz is my mom's favorite movie, right? And mm. since I, be, I was a kid, me and her always sang. I always sang the Scarecrow. I thought he was tight, right? So here I'm in fourth grade. It was my opportunity to do it. And I kind of like bitched out. It, it was like heavy, you know? And I knew that the tryouts were coming out. And I, you know, whatever. And I was going to tell my mom when we got home. And, I was, and then we got home. And I was like, I was going to tell her in a little bit. And then after a little bit, I forgot. And then, and then I remembered. And it was too late. And I told her. And then she was like, she got mad and she wanted me to still go. And I was all scared. I was, I don't know why I was all scared about it, but I was all scared. And I didn't go for the tryouts for Scarecrow. And I was something else. I got two other roles. They were cool, whatever. But like that whole play is kind of blacked out in my memory because I feel like all ashamed about it. Like I should have been Scarecrow. Dang. Yeah. I'm gonna need you to do that again. That was a. There you go. I can have a gentle clap or a very loud clap. Justin's got a loud clap too. He he once said God made his hands for clapping. For he sure, told me dude. that. Mm-hmm. He told me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, dude, if people have their purposes, like I'll tell you, like if that shit's real, again, I don't know. I wasn't there, but. If there's like a oh, given a take, it's like yo, my lips were not made for whistling. <laughs> no matter how hard I try, no matter what I do, I've watched the YouTube videos. I done sat with people when I was a little kid. Like I remember when I was a little kid. I remember the ebook whistling for dummies. Yo, I got I, it all. I literally f- remember. Feeling, I was talking to my mom about whistling. I was maybe talking about talking to somebody else. Maybe my cousin was staying over. I was talking to them about whistling. I was a little kid, and I remember thinking about like, damn, like I can't wait until I'm old enough and I've learned to whistle. In the same way that you like th- can't wait to read, uh huh. And you're like a little kid. You're like, man, I can't wait to read, right? Yeah. Because like, just I want to understand what the fuck everybody else is talking about. You guys are all make fun of me because I don't know what's up because I can't read that. I can't wait to read. 
and you start reading when you're a little kid and you're like you get it and then once you do it so much you forget almost that it was so tight to to like learn it right i never learned a whistle mm -hmm. ever still still to this day but can do no finger whistles like wee wee but not at all dude not at all none of absolutely that. not you can teach yourself i you tried i tried i tried myself dude. how to whistle with my, my i tell fingers. you right now that's about that's about what i got poor thing huh that's what i got but hey, look teach yourself but look but easy. look but look here's the 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 give now right because if that was taken from me oh man you know what i'm saying you don't got them lips for that oh shit well i got a motherfucking clap Ooh. That will silence a room or almost immediately start an, uh, some kind of uh, applause, which is fun to do. How many does people it don't take? believe me? Oh, just, just one? one. Just one. Just one. You, whack. Get one. you get one whack. And with by the time you go second, somebody claps with you and bap, bap, you don't even have to slow. I try to slow clap it and it doesn't even work. My shit is so loud. Somebody always jumps in. Or do we if, have especially a if, we're, if we're in a closed we room? Our, if we're, if we're in a closed, nah, it'll, it'll 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 fuck it. It'll it'll. I ain't trying to fuck the mics up. We just got them. Not but like look, in front but of look, them. bow. I got a clap, right? So to not fuck with people around me, I've learned I'll do this, and I call it the Rob Deerdick clap because I've seen him clap like that on on Robin, uh, Robin Big or ridiculousness, and he'll go like that, like just to be stupid. And so I'll do that, and I don't give a fuck if motherfuckers judge me because I'm like, you know what? Because I don't really know how to turn it down. <laughs> Sometimes it accidentally like it just hits wrong or whatever, but then it hurts my hand. I don't want to hit like that. When I hit where it don't hurt my hand, it claps. And that's just loud. And so, and so it's like give and take. Boy, look, I can't whistle, but I could clap. And we'll see y'all next week. This right. was uh this was the Lone Ranger versus Tonto podcast. We're gonna end it like that. That's gonna be the ending. This is the Lone this is, Ranger. This is episode Tonto. 10. Double digits. We've made it into two digits. This is the first, the first like milestone. I'm only impressed in base 12. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Everybody else likes 10. 12 is cool. Whatever. 12 is way You cooler. need eggs? 10 eggs would be weird. 10 eggs you know would be saying? weird. I oh, hate when cool. you get these weird boxes of beer that I had like 10 beers. That's fucking trash. Just give me 12. Even when the ones that are like plus three, you get three more beers. It's 15. You're like, mm, kind of one. That's that motherfucking bullshit. Kind of one. So, so yeah, in that case, but we're not talking about beers. We're talking about podcasts and podcast 10 is pretty cool. We appreciate anybody that's made it this far into the goddamn podcast. I feel like I keep saying that though. Um, we're doing this shit during motherfucking COVID and, uh, safely. Dis dis distancing. I, mean, I clean the shit out of everything. Clean the shit out of the undisclosed. We location. got our own blunts like, and shit. Oh yeah, we're doing our part, B. Look, stay over there, B. Make sure that you walk that way when we bounce too. You know what I'm saying? Do we all have routes around Social the house distancing. that we've stuck to? Where Keep we it don't up have to stay away from each other. And uh, yeah, so I think it. Uh, how do we? Uh, how do we end this shit? Uh, don't be scared. But also, don't be one of those people that says it's nothing and doesn't fall. You know what I'm saying? Stay at home. Do you think? Don't panic. Stay at home. Yeah. Also, even when they tell you to go back to work in like two more weeks, stay home. Whenever it is. Don't do it. 
Don't be surprised if it's longer. Sit it out if for I months. Don't... We can we can do this for months. We are we are ready to do we it for do months. This. We can. We, I have to believe that we can figure I'm out. I'm talking about the economy, boy. That's why these people are freaking out about it. Is because these rich people ain't trying to give them no dough. And so, unless these rich people decide to start giving them some dough, we'll see if this happens. But that's never happened before. And that's the Lone Ranger vs. Tonto up in this hole. Ooh. Peace. What? That was stupid. <laughs> <laughs>